Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Are you blessed to be in the house this morning? Are you blessed to be in church this morning? Even if you don't preach again, the testimony we had is a reason for you to give thanks. Many a times you are counting money, you are counting, but the fact that you left home and you came back is a testimony. Hallelujah. One man came to me and said, Reverend, you need to pray for me. Nothing is working. My business is not working. My marriage is having problems. Nothing is working. He said, can you imagine nothing is working in the midst of that? My wife now gets pregnant. Nothing is working. I said to him, I said, so what is your kidney problem? Ah, he said, kidney problem. Okay, no, God forbid, though. I don't have that one. Eh? I said, what of you? Is it liver problem? He said, no, ah, my liver is working. Ah, Reverend, why are you saying this? I said, because you said nothing is working. And you are impregnating a woman and nothing is working. If you pause to think, you have a cause to thank. All things are working for your good. Hallelujah. Are you excited you're in church this morning? Give God the best shout you can. Praise God, you can be seated. I'm excited to be in church with you this morning. Um, I know how blessed the people are by the kind of pastors God gives them. So I know you are a blessed man because you have great pastors. Oh my God, put your hands together for your pastors. Will you stand and do that very well, very well, very well, very well. I've known them for years. And I tell you, these ones are genuine. Amen? In the midst of the park, these are genuine ones. If anybody is abusing pastors, tell them not to move near your own pastors. Because you have the original. These ones are legit. Come on, somebody. These ones are legit. Defend them, give to them, care for them. Because their thought is about you. I sat down with Pastor Sean yesterday and all he was talking about is how you will get blessed. And those not great pastors, put your hands together, celebrate them once again. Thank you, thank you. You make us proud. God bless you real good in Jesus' name. You can be seated. God bless you. I'm here today with great men of God. I'm here with Reverend Ayo Fayeshe. Can we make Reverend Ayo welcome? And Pastor Daniel Ujikiri, we will make him feel welcome. Praise God. I bring you greetings from my wife. She will have loved to be here, but she sends her love. I'm a blessed man, not because I drive a Benz, but because I have a lovely wife. Come on now. There are two, <laughs> there are two kind of spouses you can have. That is one you have, you are sleeping, you turn, you say, hey, the blood of Jesus, may you not marry that kind. Well, there are some like mine, you're sleeping, you turn, you see, and say, mm, Shandai. May you marry the Shandai one. And um, she's not only anointed, she's fine. Ah, she's fine. Okay. That girl is fine. She's got to be 50 in November, and she's still fine. Praise God. I have to be explaining to people that I'm just one year older than she is, so because uh, do we think I married below my age? That it is catch them young. It's not to praise God. And our children wanted to come also because they're in love with these people. Amen. <laughs> but praise God. I have some materials here that will bless your life. I preached in a meeting in London. A woman came after me and said, I wish I could take you home with me. I said, Two problems. Your husband will kill me. My wife will fight you. And I want to live long. I say, you don't need to take me home with you. Just take my materials home with you. So instead of taking me home tonight, you can take my materials home. Amen. This is a group of my best-selling messages from different places put together. Matrimony. It's a book, but this is the CD, The Balance Between Romance and Finance. School of Ministry. 
if you are called to ministry. This advanced several coaches in Nigeria, life coaching, how to turn what you do and make money from your passion, how to profit from your passion. There is one here on leadership, the MP3 series, many messages. This one is on relationship, spouse management, one and two. You might know financial management, but if you don't know spouse management, you enter into problem. So this is a very powerful one. Impact series, very powerful audio messages. We have some books. Um, if you want to pick them, you pick them immediately after the service before I go. This one is a, one of the very interesting messages all over the world. Everybody's looking for it. The prostitute's approach to business. I said it in one church and the pastor's wife said, hey, the blood of Jesus. But it's not me. It was only one in Proverbs chapter 7 that stood by the window and saw a prostitute at work. And he saw 10 things that prostitute did. That if you do it in your business, in your career, in your ministry, in your marriage, you will get tremendous results. When God gave me the revelation, I now know why prostitutes don't do billboard. They don't do handbill. They don't do the complimentary card. They don't do radio or TV adverts. But in every economic doom, they have a boom. This secret is here. I love my spouse, but for about 30 years, people have come to me for counseling. I love my husband, but I love my wife, but what do you do with the but? In this book, I wrote the story of a man that came home, carried his wife, and started dancing. The wife was amazed, excited, happy, marooned, flabbergasted, overwhelmed. The wife said, ah, you carry me, you are dancing. Are you drunk? The guy said, I'm not drunk. In fact, I'm coming from church. Ah, ah. What did Pastor Shun preach now? Did he preach about romance? The man said no, but he told us to go home and carry our burdens with joy. So your spouse that's meant to be your blessing can become a burden if you don't deal with the board. Solomon messed me up when he said that woe unto you, old land, when your prince is eating in the morning. And me, I like um, breakfast, especially British breakfast. I said, ah, how can we say woe now to breakfast? Then I discover it's not the eating that is the problem, it's the reason for the eating. You need to eat, he said, not for drunkenness, but for strength. Which means before you eat breakfast, you must have done some things that you need to recuperate strength. So I studied a thousand champions to know what do champions do before breakfast. So that is seven things champions do before breakfast. This one is one of my fastest selling books. It's called Marimatics. Not mathematics, but Marimatics. The almighty formula for marrying right. The problem in life is that there is no institution where marriage is taught. Yet marriage is the only institution they give you certificate first, then they tell you to go and learn. That is why a lot of marriages are having casualties because they were never taught. So this is the almighty formula. One of the topics here is five dangerous things you don't do before you say I do. Solomon's five kinds of a woman a man must not marry. And if Solomon says it, just believe it. He had 700 wives, 300 concubines, 1,000 women to one man. He had married them all. So if he tells you don't marry this one, just say yes, sir. A thousand women, one man, a year has only 365 days. I mean, how does he do the roster? I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can remember their names because I mean, I can't remember the name of everybody in my church. And that's like having all of them as wives. Maybe we say number 33. Okay, see you next year. There is one chapter here when it's okay to break a relationship because a broken heart is better than a broken life. I still do written by my wife and hi. I still do how to make love last forever because some people that say I do are now saying I'm done, I'm done for, I'm not doing again. This is my second to the last book, um, Surviving Betrayer. Because indeed, Bukbana Lama J breakfast. Your home might not be in relationship, it might be at work, it might be in ministry, but at the end of the day, last, last. Eh? Last, last. Everybody go job breakfast. So I didn't say avoiding it. I said how to survive it. Because either you like it or not, it will come. Jesus at 12, one of them gave him breakfast. So if Jesus can eat breakfast, who are you? <laughs> My last book is Matrimony. Not Matrimony, Matrimony. The balance between romance and finance. The ladies in my church, they told me love is sweet, too, but when money enter. Aha. So in this book, I talked about the three phases of matrimony. Not enough, just enough, more than enough. <clears throat> no matter who you are, most of the time we start from not enough. From there, we move to just enough. From there, we move to more than enough. 
I talked about to navigate the three phases of matrimony. I explained that when you are at not enough, or you just make sure that um, <laughs> you cut your coat, not according to your size, but according to your clothes. Because high taste without high income will lead you to high blood pressure. I talked about to budget, because budgeting is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Then I talk about to build generational wealth. I give our own personal example. I talked about the, the financial formula my family had practiced for years. That when money comes into our hand, we do five things in this order. When money comes, the first thing we do, we sow. After we sow, we save. After we save, we settle. After we settle, we spend. After we spend, then we spare. So when money comes into our hand, before we spend, it's number four. Most people, when money comes into their hand, the first thing is spend. Spend is number four on our list. All my children know that. And that is why they, I don't have a problem with them now managing their finances. It's a deadly breed training. Praise God. Did anybody get anything out of that? So if you want the materials, you quickly go for them. Are you ready? Are you ready? Today, I just came to do one thing. I'm not here to preach. Um, if you think I can't preach, it's your problem. Amen? I've probably been preaching older than some of you have been born. Don't worry, I'm just 22 going to 23. That's what she will tell you I'm a young man. Praise God. At least you can notice there's no gray hair on my head. Have, have you seen that? There's no gray, not one gray hair. It's a miracle. Praise God. <laughs> My daughter said, Daddy, this is not gray hair matter. There is no hair on your head. I said, you need to be spiritual to see it. Be spiritual. Today, I'm sent of God to trigger over your life the season of harvest. And I decree and declare you will touch it. Oh, I didn't hear your email. I said, you will touch it. After this meeting, you will testify. You will locate your harvest. Your harvest will locate you. You are entering into a season of harvest. You have sown and sown and sown. Prayed and prayed and prayed. But after today, as your amen will thunder, your harvest will locate you. People will ask you what is different. Because you will not labor like you've labored, then you will get favor like you've never gotten. In the name of Jesus. From today, your harvest has come. Sit down. There is something, Psalm 19 verse 2, talked about numbers having significance. He said, day on today is speaking, but not everybody can hear it. Oh, every number in Bible has a significance. One is the number of beginning, the beginning God. Two, number of agreement. If two shall agree. Three, number of resurrection. Third day, Jesus rose from the dead. The third day, Noah was, Noah was permitted. The Bible said, the third day, I will raise you up. Four is the number of balance. That's why your chair has four legs. That is why Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John gave a balance to the gospel. Five is the number of grace. That is why God, David knew he needed only one stone. He picked five because it would be by grace, not by skill. And that is why God put five fingers on your hand so that your labor will not be labor, it will be by grace. That is why God put five toes on each of your legs that you will walk in grace not in disgrace. That is why in normal working days, five working days in a week to remind you that it is not so much of labor, it's of favor. Six is the number of man. Seven is the number of perfection. Go again seven times. Eight is the number of new beginning. Nine is the number of fruitfulness. Ten is the number of completion. I come this night month to declare over your life a season of fruitfulness. A season of fruitfulness. A season of fruitfulness. In the name of Jesus. What has been slow, we get speed. What is not working before we start to walk? Be fruitful now. Be fruitful now. Be fruitful now. In the name of Jesus. The Bible makes us to realize. You know one of the things about the night month is every pregnant woman knows is the EDD. Expected day of delivery. This month you will, you will, 
you will deliver something huge. For every pregnant woman, they are expecting congratulations after the nine months. This month, we will congratulate you. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, boy, neighbor, stick, bobo. Congratulate me in advance. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Hey, this month you will deliver. The Bible said in Acts 31, at the night hour, Peter and John went to pray. Nine is the number of answered prayer. <laughs> there was a man by the gate called Beautiful. He had been dead. Bible said they dropped him daily. Wherever they have dropped you, these night months, the months of answered prayer, receive your answer now. Receive your answer now. Receive your answer now. Listen to this. At the night hour, Jesus shouted on the cross, It is finished. Everything that had hold you bound, everything that has stopped you from moving forward, every calamity you have been battling with, every health problem you have been struggling with, I shouted like Jesus, the night hour, It is finished. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, I think it's Acts 10 3. At the night hour, the heaven was open and Cornelius had a vision. <laughs> a vision that brought him salvation. The Bible said he had been given, he had been praying. Nothing happened but the night hour. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. All your giving, all your praying. These night months, your heaven is open. Your heaven is open. Your heaven is open. Listen to this. The night child of Jacob is Ephraim. That's the night child. The fifth child of Leah, but the night child of Jacob. And the meaning of Issachar is reward. Oh my God. In Genesis 30 verse 18, look at what she said. She said, now the Lord had given my wage, me my wages because of the good things I did to my husband. Listen, you have labored in your company, no reward. You have labored over your family, no reward. You have labored in this nation, no reward. Like Leah, but this night month, I declare over your destiny, it's your Issachar. It's your Isaka. Your reward has come. 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 Stand on your feet, everybody. This one is powerful. Oh, Caleb, I told you I didn't come really to preach. I came to shift your season. Everything remains on the same state until an external force acts on it. I am an external force. <laughs> Your pastors have been trying to get me to come. But many has been difficult. Bob supernaturally today showed up. Our church in Toronto is moving to a new facility. I'm meant to be in Toronto now. I bought my ticket. I had to buy another one because there is a shift. And I think that shift is over somebody here. Shift that made me to have to buy another ticket. Luke 23 44. Oh, Kale Pomoko Shista. The Bible said there was darkness over all the earth until the night hour. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah darkness oh this nation that has been darkness but it's the night month <laughs> every darkness over your life every lack of illumination everything that has blocked your side I decree and declare as I bow my knees this month receive light this month receive light this month receive light in the name of Jesus no darkness is allowed to reign over your life any longer. From today, you are breaking forth. You are breaking through. You are moving forward. Nothing is stopping you again. 
in the name of Jesus. The testifier told us they were able to perpetrate evil under darkness. If there had been light, they wouldn't be able to do it. The devil's anger over your destiny is lack of light. Receive light now. Receive light now. Receive light now. In the name of Jesus, give God a shout. Sit down. Luke 17, verse 11. Let's see some scriptures. Are you happy you came already? Are you excited you are here already? Luke 17, 11. The Bible said, and it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, verse 12, and he entered into a certain village and, oh, Calipromokoyika, did you see what I saw? He passed through Samaria. He passed through Galilee to look for a man in the village. Ah, are you not excited? You serve a God that can pass through Lekki <laughs> and pass through VI and pass through Banana Island to come and meet you in Ogba. Even if you live in face me, I slap you. God has you in mind. Today, favor has located you. People has located you. It does not matter what is the matter. This season you will matter where it matters. In the name of Jesus, your heaven is open. God knows where to find you. He didn't stop in Galilee. He didn't stop in Samaria. Even if you are in the village, <laughs> even if you are not managing director, even if you are not chief executive officer, he's not moved by the title. And the Bible said the lepers were standing afar off, but yet he reached out to them. Oh, Kunli Baba. And they lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Somebody shall mercy. You might have motto, but I need mercy. Show mercy. You might have money, but what I need is mercy. Show mercy. You might have the machines, but me, I need mercy. Somebody show mercy. You might have things in motion, but me, I need mercy. Somebody show mercy. Romans 9.15 said that we have mercy on women. We have mercy. God, we have mercy upon you. And we have compassion, woman. We have compassion. God, we have compassion upon you. He said in verse 19, Romans 9, it's not of him that willeth, not of him that walketh. It's of God that showeth mercy. Receive mercy one, receive it two, receive it three, receive it four, receive it five. In the name of Jesus. I don't know about you. I have cast the money pot, but I have cast the mercy provided. Did anybody hear me say that? I have buildings that money paid for, but I have buildings that mercy provided. After tonight, you'll be able to show what mercy have done. In the name of Jesus. In that Luke 17, verse 14, I found this very interesting. And the Bible said he saw them. Ah, my God will see you. <laughs> Don't worry. It's a proof that the rain of favor is about to fall upon your life. The rain of favor is about to fall upon your life. The rain of favor is about to fall upon your life. Luke 17, 14, the Bible said he saw them. He saw them. Oh, Kedi Katalaba. I don't know if you know, one of the names of God I cherish is El-Rohi. Somebody say El-Rohi. Tell your neighbor, say El-Rohi. Tell your neighbor I can speak Hebrew. Okay, ask him what does he mean? He does not know the meaning, but he can speak it. El Roy means the Lord that sees me. Your pastor might not see you, but God sees him. Your husband might not see you, but God sees him. Your neighbor might not see you, but God sees you. Your boss might not see you, but God sees you. Your boyfriend, your girlfriend might not see you, but God sees you. The Lord that sees me. In Genesis 16, verse 13. Oh, when they sent that lady out of the house, she slept. And my mistress said, go sleep with Abraham. She slept with Abraham. 
The neighbor I'm turned against her. Her mistress turned against her. Everybody pretended as if they didn't see her. They sent out of the house. But in verse 13 of Genesis 16, the woman said, she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are God who sees me. For she said, I've also seen the one that sees me. Maybe he sees you, but you don't see him. Ah, but you will see him from this month. In your finances, you will see him from this month. In your health, you will see him from this month. In your ministry, you will see him from this month. Jehovah Herohi, the Lord that sees me. The government might not see me. My friends might not see me. My mates might not see me. My mentors might not see me. But the devil is a liar. God punished the devil and his mother-in-law. My God sees me. Jehovah Herohi, the Lord that sees me. You will see him also. From this month, you will locate him. He will locate you in the name of Jesus. That was what he said when he saw them. He said, go show yourself to the priest. Oh, let me explain it to you, Pastor Shep. In those days, when you are leprous, there are two things. Number one, there is a liquid that drips from the fingers. They said if you touch other people, it passes across. Number two, the limbs are caught. But the most dangerous part is the sap that comes from the fingers continually. And so nobody wants to be near them. But listen to this. The Bible recognizes some of them get healed. But the problem is which doctor will certify them healed? Because if that sap touched them, that person too will have it. But then the Bible said the only person that can certify them are the priests. Why? Because if it touches the priest, nothing happens. Ah, you didn't hear me. <laughs> that is why I knew I can't have COVID. <laughs> That's why I lay on some COVID patient because I'm a priest. Ah, oh, Kalababa. When two powers meet, the lesser must bow. But because some people were wasting the time of the priest, the law is if you go to the priest and you are not healed, you die. But Jesus looked at them and said, Go show yourself to the priest. And the sap was still there. Go show yourself. And the Bible says, they went, they were healed. You need to take the first step. Stand on your feet. Say, I'm going now. Ah, somebody needs to go and price the car. Somebody needs to go and get the house. Somebody needs to go and apply for the visa. Somebody needs to go and propose to the lady. Somebody needs to go and talk to the boss. As they move it, they were healed. As you move tonight, healing is your portion. Promotion is your portion. Enlargement is your portion. Somebody shout, yeah! Look at me. Look at me. I was preaching in Poraka from this scripture. And the topic then was make the move as they went. A young boy had me say that. Then he put on his clothes. He went to under place in Poraka to go and price an under brand new that his generation cannot afford. But as he was going around, one man came with his girlfriend. Monimi's road. They were also walking around. Then after a while, the rich man called my boy and said, come, I have a problem. Only you can solve it. The boy said, what, sir? He said, you know that girl is my girlfriend, but she's stubborn. Ah! The guy was like, eh, so what's my business? He said, well, that car you are checking, do you like it? My boy said, I like it. That's why I'm here. He said, the problem is she likes it also. Ah, the boy said, well, I mean, that's not my problem. He said, I know. They said this is the only one available. That the other one, they have to order for it. It will take one month. But that one month, this girl will weary me. Help me. Don't worry. I will pay for her own and pay for your own. You just have to wait one month. My boy said, he said eh? The man thought he was annoyed. He said, okay, okay. I will give you one million top. Just help me. As you make the move, you will have a testimony. God will order your steps to the right thing. You will be at the right place at the right time with the right people. 
doing the rising. In the name of Jesus, you will testify. Your harvest is triggered. 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 In the name of Jesus. Stand on your feet. I told you, I'm not preaching law. Listen. There are three things that trigger your season of harvest. Number one is the shout of prayer. The Bible said they lifted up their voice and prayed unto him. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. Prayer bad things. Oh, I remember the days I prayed for the things I have now. I remember the days I prayed for the things I've stepped in now. I remember the days there is no performance without a prayer backup. James 5.16 amplified the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. Power! For me, I don't need power. You don't know what you need. You need power. No, what I need is money. Deuteronomy 8.18. He give it power to get wealth. It does not give wealth because if you have wealth without power, you will lose it. But if you have power, you will get wealth. Why do rich men want to even have political power? That's where the money is. Even where they don't steal. In America today, one speech of Obama is one million dollars because he had power. What I need is healing. You don't know what you need. As he was teaching, look after five, the power of God was available to heal. I don't need power, I need deliverance. You don't know what you need. Luke 10, 19. <laughs> he gave them power over all snakes and scorpions. You don't know what you need. It's power. Somebody shout power. So we're going to pray. We're going to... Are you ready to pray? Do you pray in this church? If you want to hear me preach, get the messages. I came to trigger a season. And it takes prophecy, but it takes your prayer. Give me Ozia 13 message translation. Ozia 13 message translation. Hakalepo Moko Yikatalaba. Ozia 13 13 message. Do you have message translation? Okay. When that bank signal, it was time to be born. Ephraim was too stupid to come out. Ah, may you not be stupid. Listen. When bad things signal, one of the reasons why people miss their harvest is because they miss the signal. And you know what, Pastor Shehuns? Signal does not look like signal. When my wife was pregnant with Barbara, our first child, I was speaking to my doctor, Dr. Moshuka. I said, I don't want to be absent when my baby is born because there are names that are good, but some of them I don't like. It's me, not you. Names like 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 uh, uh, Bidemi. It means the daddy waka when the baby was born. I don't want it. I want to be present. So I told the woman with my pen and paper, tell me how do I know it is time? She said, You don't need pen and paper, you will know. I said, No, tell me what are the signals, the sign. He said, You will know when you see it. When your wife says, Hey, it's painting me here. Hey, it has moved here. Ah, it has gone there. He said, Then you will know it is time. When she says, Where is my shoe? And you bring her shoes, I don't want shoe. I mean lipstick. Then you bring lipstick. We say lipstick. I mean it. Then you know it is time. That is when I knew that pain is not my enemy. Pain is my alarm clock. Pain had come to announce to me that this time has come. Pain is a signal. Pain is a signal. Pain is a signal. Reverend, things are not working. My uncle sent me out of the house. My job is not going well. It's a signal. Open your mouth and start to pray. Lord, help me not to miss my signal. Signal, help me, Lord. When you show me the signal, Help me not to miss it. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I don't want to miss my signal. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Give me that scripture again. Pastor Sean, teacher and I, we were around a local maternity home. And a woman wanted to give birth in the local maternity home. And she was screaming and shouting, Hey, my husband, you are wicked. Oh, see what you have caused for me. And the midwife was saying, Shut up, shut up, shut up. And I told TJ, Why are they shouting on her? She's in pain already, wanting to deliver. TJ said, No, don't mind her. She's wasting the pain. I didn't know you can waste pain. TJ said, That pain is not for shouting, that pain is for pushing. You have shouted enough. That pain is for as soon as Zion travel. Open your mouth and push some things out. Push out your next level. Push out your enlargement. I don't want to miss the signal. I don't want to waste the pain. Yakata la gayiga laba. Ekete le gayiga. Hakate le promo koriga. Yekete le promo koyiga. Yekete le promo koyiga. I'm pushing out my next level. I'm pushing out my harvest. I'm pushing it out. 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 In Jesus' name we pray. So number one, sickness. Number two, he was too stupid to come out. He was wasting the pain. You will not miss your sickness in the name of Jesus. I didn't, you didn't hear me. You will not miss your sickness. You will not be stupid. A lot of people miss their others for stupidity. Shouting instead of pushing, fighting other people instead of fighting for their destiny. And he said, She said, I don't care what they said. The Bible said, You will have what you say, not what they say. Backbiters are meant to back you from the back. Why are you looking back? When bad punk signaled it was time to be born, Ephraim was too stupid to come out of the womb. But look at the next prayer point. When the passage into life opened up, it didn't show. Ha! Ha! It didn't show. Not only did he miss signal, not only was he stupid, the passage into life opened. I can give you stories upon stories. When you see two men at the same level, then levels change. Some things happen and somebody didn't show. Somebody didn't show. So I was preaching in London years ago. A young man walked, the pastor told me, My greatest problem in this London, I need a good keyboardist. All these ones I just messed up. They play in club at night, they come to play in church in the morning. No anointing, no nothing. Then I told him, I said, Well, I have a young man in my church. The dad is also a pastor. The dad and the boy are begging me that the boy wants to school in London. If I get you that boy, will you fight for him? He said, yes, sir. Will you pay for his ticket? Yes, sir. Will you send him to school? Yes, sir. He said to me, I will even give him stipend. Hey! I came back to Nigeria. We were dancing and rejoicing. I finished preaching Easter service that year. I was in my office. Somebody says, Reverend, you have a guest. I said, who? He was a pastor from London. I said, what are you doing here? He didn't tell me you were coming. He said, I came to pick the keyboards you told me. Only problem, keyboards didn't show. I started telling this guy, well, you know, he said, ah, Reverend, Easter Sunday. Keyboards that did not show Easter Sunday, and nobody can tell you where he is. If I take him to London, we enter into trouble. That was the end of that chapter. You will pray. 
and say, God, order my steps to be at the right place at the right time. When my destiny open up, let me show. Open your mouth and pray. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Yakatele promoko yigalaba. Yakatele promoko sister. Yakatele promoko yigalaba. Yakatele promoko yigalaba. Yakatele promoko sister. Yakatele promoko yiga. Yekatele promokoshish. Yakatele promokoriga. Yakatele pamakayigalaba. Lord help me to show. Yekatalaba. I don't want to miss the sickness. I don't want to be stupid. But above all, help me to show. Help me to show. Help me to show. Help me to show. Help me to show Yakatileke Yigala Baba Baba Yaketele Promo Koriga Yaketele Promo Koriga Yaketele Promo Koriga Yaketele Promo Koriga Laba Help me to show. Help me to show. In Jesus' name we pray. Look at me. Give me verse 13 again. Somebody say, Reverend, is that is it over? I missed my sickness. I was stupid. I didn't show. Is that the end? Is it over for me? But look at verse 14. God asked a question. And that is why I came. That's why I came. Verse 14, God said, should I intervene and pull them out? Can somebody say, yes, intervene. God said, no, you miss the signal. No, you are stupid. No, you didn't show. He's asking you a question. Shall I intervene? He's saying, what you have done should lead to certain death. Should I snatch you from the dead? Look at it. He said, who cares about your threats? Tom, in the end, God said over your life, I'm abolishing regret. I'm banishing sorrow. Come on. Open your mouth and say, intervene, Lord. It might be for your father. It might be for your mother. It might be for your husband. It might be for your wife. It might be for your friend. It might be for your interference. Lord, intervene. Intervene, he missed the sickness. They missed, they were stupid. They didn't show. Intervene, Lord. Intervene, Lord. Intervene, Lord. Intervene, Yeketele promokori. Yeketele promokori. Yeketele promokori. Yaketele promokori. Yeketele promokori. Yeketele promokori. In Jesus' name we pray. How many of you feel like a shift had happened already? You feel it? Oh, glory to God. I told you three things. Number one, the shout of prayer. Verse 13, Luke 17. But number two, there was a shout of praise. Verse 16. The Bible said he came back with a loud voice. Remember in verse 13, they shouted loud. A lot of you, your prayer is louder than your praise. 
when the others came, you are now tush. You that pray, yeah, 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 yeah. you are now praising glory to God. Thank you, God. You are turning God to me, God. You are now blessed. Thank God is here to lead us in praise. We're going to praise loud. We're going to praise like a bushman. We're going to praise as if we didn't have a degree. We're going to pray as if we have no common sense. Oh my God. There is a way that David prayed that Mikai got annoyed. Don't you know the protocol of a king's house? I was brought up by King Saul. They taught us the protocol of dance. A little to the left, a little to the right, back to center. David said, your father. No, he said so. He said, I'm dancing before God that chose me beyond your father. No wonder God removed your father. He said, little to the left, a little to the right. That may God remove your father. He said, we still mess up. Amplify said, I will play like a baby. You don't know what God has done for me. You don't know what I just saw. Did you see that intervention? God said, will I intervene? You, are, you missed signal. You were stupid. You didn't show. But I can snatch you out from that certain death. I can. I'm God. I can abolish regret and banish sorrow. So we're going to praise him loud. I see we don't have common sense. You are going to forget your Mary Cape makeup. If tears roll, let it roll and mess it up. We're going to, we're going to praise. But listen to me. I told you there are three. The third one that shocked me, there were ten. Only one came back. I never knew God was an accountant. I never knew accounts. I never knew a check records. He said, were they not 10? Where is the nine? I didn't know God is taking record of your praise to know if you return. But my question was, why did they not return? Because returning is a sacrifice. Several reasons why. You left Jesus. Pastor Shem, come. Pastor Shem, you stay here. You came to Jesus. You shouted. Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. You were going to the priest. Then you saw that you were healed. The trip had stopped. Your first thinking is, let me be the first to go there. That the record will show. I'm the first to get healed. Did anybody get what I just said? That was the reason. So, some of them said, no, I'm not going back home. Let me go to the priest first. He took a sacrifice on that guy's part. That they will say I'm late. But let me go say thanks first. Another reason. My wife left me because of the sap. My friends threw me out of work because of the sap. It's not dripping again. Let me go and booger. Let me go show them. But that one said, no, booger can wait. Let me go say thanks. And Jesus looked at him. There were nine. Only one came back. You, not only with the things stop dripping, you become old now. Your limbs will grow back. Everything you lost will not look like it again. Enter into compensation. A lot of people don't miss it in the shout of prayer. That's common. They miss it in the shout of praise. And they miss it in the sacrifice of time. Sacrifice. Psalm 50 verse 5. He said, gather to me my saints that wants to enter into covenant with me by sacrifice. I know a lot of people have said nonsense on social media about sacrificial giving. And I don't care. I've come this far by giving. So I don't care what they say. If I want guy told me, I don't believe in tithing, I say your life show it. 
You don't need to tell me. When I look at your life, I believe in it. Look at my life. I don't believe in tithing because I eat it. I don't collect it. I believe in tithing because I give it. My goal in life, University of Ibadan, was to, number one, one day make my first million. Number two, one day give my first, first million. Number three, give every month in millions. I'm on number three now. Sacrifices brought me there. I didn't plan to build a house. I didn't have time for that when I built my first house. Who has time? But I walk up to my uncle. I said, I needed land for church. He called me and found land. I rushed there. He showed me the land. I said, no, I need land for church. I need more land than this. He said, no, I didn't hear church. I had you. I said, I didn't say me. Who is planning to build that? I need more land for church. He said, I didn't hear that. I paid to go and bring my money. I hate to hoe. I hate to beg. I started giving him his money gradually. The day I finally finished, I was happy. I took my wife out to dinner to celebrate that I finished paying. Then the man sent for me. I said, what does he want to get? I finished his money. He said, if they steal your land, it's not my fault too. I said, how can they steal land? He said, you I said, but it's in front of your house. He said, is it your land that will be supervising? I said, what do I do? He said, just dig and let them put foundation. Once you put foundation, nobody, they will know that. So I looked for money, I did that. Then he called me again and said, you see, now that I have done foundation, just put block. That is how he tricked me to build a house. <laughs> At the end of the day, I said, God, what is this? God said it is your harvest for the days you pay church rent. And nobody knew. When they tell you pastors are chopping church money, not every pastor. Some of us, like your pastor, it is our money running things. But when the harvest comes, people shout. Because they didn't see the sacrifice that went into it. The sacrifice. My daughter said to me when she was younger, said, Daddy, you've not paid my school fees, you are painting church. My daughter, and she was right. And it was my money painting church. But I had to tell her, you know all these blessings. One day, my son saw me dressed up, said, Daddy, you are looking good. I said, thank you. You said, this thing you are wearing, how much did it cost? He said, oh, now you tell me somebody gave you I said, well, what will I say? They gave me. Then he said, why do people give you? Is it because you're a pastor? I said, there are pastors that are not giving. It's because I'm a giver. We have shouted in prayer. We will shout in praise. But let's sacrifice. Let's sacrifice. I'm not afraid to call for sin. Because I know what that done in my life. My 40th birthday. My guys gathered together, brought me a 2011 Prado Jeep, Jeep for 2011. I couldn't believe it. I said, God, what is this? The guy said, Reverend, we see your labor. And several of it had come after that. My 50th birthday, one of my sons entered into my office and said, Rev, he said, people are telling me maybe you have bought Instagram and Facebook. I said, how? He said, your picture and your name is everywhere. Everybody is screaming about you. He said to me, he said, I read several. I just, he said, my only problem is I don't know how to write. Ah, he was paining me. That I wish I could write like these people. So I said, if I can't write on Instagram and Facebook, at least let me write a check. Then he pushed it to me. When I opened it and saw the zeros, I said, never write on Instagram again in your life. God does not forget. God does not forget. God does not forget. God does not forget. He rewards. He rewards. Our prayer, the Bible says, God store our prayer in revelations in heaven. Your prayers stored. He didn't forget. Your praise, he counted. He didn't forget. Not to talk of your sacrifice. Say, God is the reward of them that diligently seek Him. So, what will He do to them that serve Him and them that sow? I'm going to take a special seat, something small of 50,000 naira. You believe God wants you to sow that? Step forward very quickly. I just want to pray with you. That's all. It's a sacrifice. I know. Somebody said, but that money I want to use it for. That's why it's a sacrifice now. If you don't want to use it for anything, it won't be a sacrifice. Come, if you're coming quickly. We're not wasting time here. God bless you. Come, come quickly. Come, come, come. Ah, I meant to use it for that is why it's a sacrifice. 
you were in church during camp meeting, somebody mentioned C. And my first daughter was the first one to jump out. And I knew what she needed money for. Even me, the pastor wanted to say, ah, look at this girl. And it was her whole salary. But she knows she has lived with me enough to know how far we have come by seed sowing. But don't forget, we're still going to pray. You know there's something called combination therapy. I preached a message in church sometime ago, combination therapy. When I was younger, AA, one of the things God delivered me from was malaria. I used to have malaria almost every month. But the problem was the fact that after a while, one drug was not working again, so they did combination therapy for me. But once I feel a little bit better, I stop taking the drugs. Then it comes back the next month. So yes, we are praying, we are sowing, but we still praise. Are you ready to praise God? We will praise. If you are coming, come very quickly. Any other person? Somebody saying, Reverend, I also want to sow. Come. If I don't have 50, I want to do 20. Come also quickly. Quickly. Come. Come. So I want to sow 20. Come. I want to pray. That's all. I want to pray. Every seed has a voice. Every seed has a voice. Every seed has a voice. <laughs> you will think I'm crazy. I told you I didn't plan to be here now. I already told Pastor that I'm going to be in Canada. Then Bishop Francois sent me a, a message. His Holy Ghost Convention is taking place. He wants me to preach Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I said to myself, I will have to beg and explain to him why it's not possible. Because he just told me last month I bought my ticket two months ago. And it's, it's I mean, it's quite expensive ticket for the class I'm flying. But I couldn't get myself to say it. Because of honor. I thought about it, thought about it. Then I called my ticket agent. Changed the date. They couldn't get to change it. I said, God, what will I do? He said, buy another ticket. Ah! 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 Then God said to me, you shouldn't be saying, ah, those are the ways by which I bless you. It's those sacrifices. Those sacrifices. That is why sometimes your pastor calls for you. One time I got a call in my office. We were building the cathedral then. I was sleeping on the couch in my office. I got a small office then. That office where I got then that we were renting, we bought the building now. Then I got a call from my postman. Like, Hello, Dr. Albert. I said, I'm fine, sir. He said, well, we are meant to have a meeting in Abuja um, with the vice president and we are likely to see the president. So myself, you, Bishop Ransoi they mentioned two other people. He said, we leave and... Um, you pay your own ticket, we meet in Abuja, we stay in this hotel, and um, we meet with him. I said, which date, sir? He told me the date. I said, I'm sorry, sir, it's not convenient. He said to me, it does not matter. I was annoyed. Can I be real with you? I was annoyed. He didn't even ask me, what was I doing? It was, I was meant to be in Paracot at a church in Paracot. He said, it does not matter. Does he even know what I'm doing? No, inside of me, I was like, my wife said, you better buy the ticket from Prago to Abuja. So I went. It was when I got there that I knew it was his own convention that time. And he left convention to go. No wonder he said to me, it does not matter. If you know the sacrifices leaders make, you will stop blaming. And the sacrifices they make cannot be put on WhatsApp and Facebook. So people can say anything. But there is no time to even respond. One more step. Somebody said, I want to sow 5,000. Come also. Let's pray. Put your two hands in front of me. If you're coming, come quickly. Put your two hands in front of you. Father, I give you praise. I give you glory. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've come this far by faith. <laughs> Thank you for the grace to give and the grace to receive. You said to me, my purpose here today is to trigger a season of harvest over people that have labored and have nothing to show. I decree and declare this morning that your labor days are over. I command over you the season of harvest. I declare now you are blessed beyond the cause. I snatch you from certain death. 
it does not matter the errors of the past. I correct that error now in the name of Jesus. This September, you will remember it for good because your harvest starts this month in the name of Jesus. So will it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show or Shibetsar podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shew on Instagram at Shew Oshibeso or at Grace Made NG.